Hello, welcome to Think About Eurovision, um, a podcast all about Eurovision with me, Chris, a Eurovision fanatic from the UK. And me, Kim, a Eurovision newbie from Canada. So today is one of our bonus episodes uh, the did not qualify files. Um, are you looking forward to today's one? I am. So Chris told me in advance that he was picking one. He couldn't decide between two. It was either going to be one he really loved or one that he hated. And I don't know which one he has chosen. I'm going to try to guess. <laughs> but we have established in our recording so far, Chris, that our tastes don't always align. They do no. sometimes. Sometimes, but, but, but not always. But not always. So uh, it'll be interesting to guess whether this is one you love or hate. Yes. Um, so today we're going to be looking at a song that failed to qualify for the Eurovision Song Contest at all. It was in the Melody Grand Prix uh, for Norway in 2018. So that year, uh, the Melody Grand Prix, which is uh, Norway's pre-selection process, it was won by Alexander Ryback. Now, you've seen Alexander. Have I? Yes. But not in Eurovision. Not in Eurovision Song Contest, should I say. Oh, it was in the movie. Which guy do you think he is? Can you remember? Um, Alexander. Uh, was he the one with the violin? He or- was indeed the one with the violin. That All right. guy. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> you have thoughts on him. We oh, know. <laughs> yeah. I, see, when he was first in Eurovision, his song was okay. His first song. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I'd probably like it more than I hated it. Yeah. The one he won with in 2018, uh, for Melody, he won Melody Grand Prix with, I really can't stand. Really? Okay. Yeah. We will be coming to 2018 in a future episode, so we'll discuss that further, but go ahead. So, um, in your opinion, is the one that we are about to watch, is is that one that you would have preferred than Alexander's who actually won? I will let you guess. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. That would spoil. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I am ready to go. Yes. Uh, interesting fact about Norway. Uh, they have one of the worst track records in Eurovision. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, they've, they, joint with Austria, have the most uh, nil points, so the most times of scoring zero points. And they've, they've come at the bottom of the leaderboard more than any other country. Really? Well, I do have to say that I did not love Norway's performance in the 2014 uh, episode that I watched. So, uh, that's too bad. Sorry, Norway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but today we're going to be looking at Scandilove by Ida Maria. Okay, I'm excited. Okie dokie. Let's have a listen. I feel like this sounds familiar. I don't know the song, but the tune is familiar. Yeah, it's possible you might have recognized her voice as well. Her music's been used in films. That might be why. I mean, I'm not mad at this song. I'm bopping. It is a little cheesy, but like in a fun way. <laughs> Watch out. Oh, here we go with the dancers. What just happened? She fell over. Was that deliberate? Nope. Oh, dear. My eyes were on the cheerleaders, so I missed the fall until she was down. I mean, I would not... 
rate this one if i if it was like the 2014 finale and this was one of the ones amongst all the others that were actually in it i think i would put this sort of middle to low end of the pack that's fair it's very high energy it is i mean she you can tell she's out of breath because it's a high energy performance but i mean i feel like much like France in the 2014, it was like a super fun song and I really liked the song. But like when you put this next to like a Conchita, what is happening right now? What? Has this performer ever actually made it to Eurovision? No. Um, no, this was a first time trying out for Eurovision. Mm. That was fun. Yeah. Um, so now to guess whether or not you loved it or hated it. I feel like this was one you didn't love. No, I love it. Oh, man. But that performance annoys me. Um, it, so tell me why. It's messy. It's yes. a hot mess of a performance. Yes. Quite frankly, that's the sort of performance I would be okay with if I was a paying... Um, punter at one of the gigs if i'd paid to go listen to her and see her live at a show mm-hmm. having fun vocals being a bit off totally yes. fine with that i expect that from a, a nut beat kind of like a pop punk pop rock act yeah i'd rather you were having fun on stage and the audience were having fun because like in the video you know in, in the uh not the video sorry the uh melody grand prix performance they were kicking out beach balls into the audience everyone was having a great time yeah. But Eurovision is a song contest. Yeah. You're going to get judged on the quality of your song. That includes the performance that you're having fun. It includes the people on stage bringing some life. But it also yeah. includes your singing quality. Um, and as you heard, she was struggling for breath. Yes. Um, she fell over and missed a line. What that is bad. Yeah, it's a hot, sloppy mess of a performance. Yeah, I will. I uh, like. I completely agree. So my overall take was that like I thought the the song was really fun. Um, based on the song itself, I preferred this song to a number of the ones that were in the 2014 Eurovision contest. I know this is 2018 or whatever, but that's my only basis of comparison right now. <laughs> um, but uh, so I liked this song better than some of the ones that actually made it in that um, in that. Uh, season but the performance just didn't hold up it wasn't at the same caliber and that's what i was saying while i was watching the video is that much like france which had a song that i really enjoyed mustache in 2014 it's just like when you compare that to the high drama of like conchita's performance or i don't know some of the the some of the other performances where it was just so magnetic and um, spot on, like, perfection. It just didn't stack up. So I would agree, yeah. It's a fun song, but the performance didn't cut it. Yeah. So, as I said, I think that's a great song, and hopefully I'm going to convince you of that by listening to the studio version. Okay, So I'm let's ready. have a listen. Yes, much better. Like, I would definitely put this song on and listen to it, like, on a day-to-day basis. I love her voice. Like, that husky rock yes. girl voice. 
Yeah, that's good. That's a good song right there. Yeah. It's amazing how better this studio version is from the live performance. So much better. I find that's sometimes the case with um, high-energy pop music, though. Like, it's probably really hard to, like, hold a note when you're, you know, like, jumping for three straight minutes. <laughs> All right. That was much better. Yeah. That time I noticed you were bopping along. Oh, yeah. It, it was really moving me in my seat. Like, yeah. I... Um, I would not pay to see that show of the live performance. It just, you know, like it would have been fine, but I would definitely pay for that album. Like, yeah, it's uh, it is a a big difference, although I'm sure that that show would have been a really fun one to go to. But um, just seeing that one song and the difference like studio version is definitely the one that I would pay money for. <laughs> that was good. I feel that if. If she'd performed the it at Melody Grand Prix to that level of a studio recording, yeah, obviously you've got to allow for some duff notes here and there, and a bit of change from studio to the live performance, especially some so upbeat as that. Yeah, I think she could have at least made it to the final, but she didn't even make it to the final at Melody Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, it's got to be a mix of both song and performance. Like, I think in in what I have seen so far, there have been some performances where the singing was was, um, you know, perfect. The um, the performer was charismatic, and I just didn't like the song, and so I rated it lower. Right? Um, like Hungary is a good one for that. I didn't. I just didn't like the song, but the performer was very energetic and charismatic. But in this case, it's the opposite. You really need both if you're gonna if you're gonna make it in Eurovision, right? So true. Yeah, I did think it was sort of like fun and cheesy in a delightful way. I don't know how far in Eurovision, like how far would a song like this, if it had made it to the finale and it was at this level of quality, like the studio recording, would that song be one that you could see doing really well? Or is the sort of more fun boppy stuff usually a backseat to the ballads, the really dramatic ballads? I could see... At Eurovision final, that song, so the sort of high energy of the performance and a high quality of a studio recording, if she managed to, you know, walk that tightrope and get both sides of the performance Mm -hmm. on point, I could see at least a left-hand finish for that song. Um, So, you know, the first half of the uh, scoreboard. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely put it there as a, uh, you know, at the studio version level, I definitely would have put it in my top half, maybe not my top 10. But um, either way, though, I could see this actually, you know, getting to the final with, um, you know, just a little bit more performance finesse. Yeah, finesse was a word I was thinking of, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so it seems that I have not quite pegged your tastes yet because (laughs) (laughs) I was wrong on this one. Um, but we are aligned, uh, very much in how we feel about this song, I think. Yeah. You, you, you're going to learn that, um, my taste in music when it comes to Eurovision is a lot more eclectic than my taste outside of Eurovision. 
Fair enough. I mean, like, yes, I do feel like there's kind of a uniqueness to the Eurovision, like, style that is going to make me score certain songs higher because they fit all of like the great criteria of Eurovision. Like I, I couldn't list all of those criteria, but I I feel like I would know it when I see it, you know? Yeah. So I'm not grading them based on, is this the song that I like best that I would put on in my car driving to the you know grocery store? Like it's, it's about the whole package. Um, even if the song isn't one that I would like, like Austria's, uh, that's not a song that I would play in my everyday life, but like, that was a fantastic Eurovision performance and I scored it really high. Totally, totally got that. Awesome. This was another fun one. Chris, Chris yes. should we tell uh, the listeners about um, the other Eurovision song that we didn't even know we both shared a love for? Yeah. So um, the other day I was messaging uh, Kim over Facebook Messenger. Uh, I've got a new, new phone. I'm still getting used to it. And my fat forms accidentally sent a GIF because that is how it's pronounced, not GIF. It is GIF. I am also aligned with you on that. <laughs> it is a GIF forever. I take this to the grave. Yes. Uh, so I sent a GIF from the music video for Daffy Freya's Think About Things. Um, I'm going to say Daffy Freya because I can't pronounce the name of his band. It's really difficult. <laughs> um, but and I, and I was like thinking, oh, I didn't mean to send that. I'm really sorry. And you commented what a sort of fun GIF it was. Yeah. So I was like... I, I've got to share the joy now. So I sent you a link to the actual video and fessing up that this was a song from this year's cancelled Eurovision Song Contest. And yes. you replied that you knew it. I, I knew it. I had no idea that it was a Eurovision song. I had no idea that it was Icelandic. I knew nothing about this song except that it is a trend on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew it from TikTok. And um, Chris, maybe we should uh, put a couple of examples of the trend to this song in the show notes. Because it's yes. really hard to describe that ultimately the trend is that you have a group of like, you know, five people. Everybody dresses in monochromatic colors. And then does this weird synchronized sort of bopping dance, but everyone is doing a different move. And then every yeah. time there's a change in the beat, the the video changes so that everyone's doing a different move. It's like weird and bizarre and hilarious. And I love it. <laughs> and that is how I knew this song. So um, I feel like you had a level of pride, I think, Chris, when you found I, out. I was really happy that you knew it, I knew especially it. that you liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I should also add something for any maybe American listeners maybe listening to this podcast a couple of years down the line. TikTok was a social media app with <laughs> short videos that Donald Trump got banned. Yeah. I mean... Oh, this is terrible to say, but I mean, I know about all of the, you know, rumors and theories that that TikTok is uh, taking all kinds of data that they shouldn't be. And I'm honestly so addicted at this point that I'm like, take my data. I don't care. <laughs> I just I, I am willing to just give that to you. All of my embarrassing like photos and search histories are yours. China for giving me TikTok, <laughs> and I thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I should get with the kids and download TikTok and <laughs> give them all my data. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely the most fun 
app that uh that i have i spend too much time on it i know i never like create content i just watch everybody else's but uh you will go down the rabbit hole and then that it does have um like when you've been scrolling too long it has uh, a video that pops up and says whoa hold up you need to stop watching tiktok <laughs> And I get that all the time. And I, and I do listen. I'm like, all right. YouTube could do with that because I I go down rabbit holes on YouTube all the time. I bet. Like, there's just so much. I feel like TikTok is like a mini YouTube. It's just, you know, 60 second long videos instead of YouTube that can be as long as you want. But same kind of deal. There's, you know, entertaining stuff. There's informative stuff. This is not a paid advertisement for TikTok. I no. just love it very much. <laughs> On the topic of Think About Things as well, um, I'm going to give a shout out to a Welsh band called Punk Rock Factory, uh, who have also done a cover of Think About Things. Um, uh, Daffy Frey himself actually retweeted it the other day, and I love it. And I've listened to their album, which is all punk covers. Ooh. It's brilliant. So I'll link that as well in the notes. Oh, that sounds good. I'll have to check that out. And also, uh, FYI, um, that song, Think About Things, is where Chris was inspired to name this uh, podcast, Think About Eurovision. Yes. I did not know that until <laughs> until <laughs> this happy accident with the gif occurred, but now it makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, you wouldn't have uh, associated the two, would you? I would not, no. <laughs> You're like, that's a strange choice for a name for the podcast, but okay. I just rolled with it. I figured it was a Eurovision <laughs> thing. <laughs> and it enough. was. <laughs> yes. Well, this has been fun, Chris. Yes. So next time um, we will be discussing, let's try this, Grand Prix Eurovision de la Chanson Européenne. This nerves on concept. Wow. I, I tried. You know, I feel like you did well. That was good. That was a good job. I was rehearsing that before we recorded. It was like, <laughs> this is European. You know, the practice paid off. I am impressed. I don't think I could have. <laughs> I like rambled all that out in one take. So in English, um, that's a 1957 Eurovision Song Contest. Yes. Sorry, en anglaise. <laughs> En anglais. <laughs> um, okay, I'm looking forward to that one. It's going to be a big uh, difference between the 2014 and the 1957, I think. But yes. I'm uh, I'm ready for it. I've skimmed it a little bit, and it is kind of crazy. It's very old school <laughs> and black oh, yeah. and white, but it'll be fun to see a different change of pace. So absolutely, we will be back in a week to chat about that one. So yeah, so next time we'll be discussing the 1957 Eurovision Song Contest. If you're enjoying it, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you use iTunes for your podcast. Really appreciate it, and it helps us get noticed. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Chat with you next week. Bye. La 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 la